the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Welcome to Always Right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. Seven minutes after 10 o'clock, hour number two underway on this Friday, the 18th morning of the second month of the year of our Lord, 2022. I meant what I said to Jack Windsor. What need have we of Democrats in Ohio if we have our Republicans? If our Republicans are just going to be Democrats, if they're going to govern like Democrats, if they're going to be corrupt like Democrats, then why do we even need the actual Democrats? Mark Pokita is a Senate candidate. He's down in Columbus right now at in Lewis Center at the ORP State Central Committee where they're going to vote to do endorsements in the primary. He tried to get into that meeting. He was denied by a bouncer that I can I mean, he's a, he just looks like a bouncer. This guy's as big as a house. I'm a big guy, so I'm not throwing stones. He's a big guy, though, and this is the guy that you're supposed to check in with to go into the ORP meeting. Now, Mark Pukita, as a an actual candidate for Senate on the ballot in this primary, ought to have access, but this is what went down. So let me understand this. I've got ballot access to the Republican. I'm on the list with seven people, and the chairman's not allowing me into the meeting. You're not on the list to have access into the meeting. Why is that? You're not on the list. There's a list of people that have access to the meeting, and you're not one of them. And what did it take to get on that list? You're not on the list. Are other U.S. Senate candidates going to be in that room? I do not know who's going to be in that room. Well, how do you know I'm not on the list if you you don't don't know know who else is going to be in the room? I know you're not on the list. So was I picked out specifically? I know you're not on the list, Mark. Okay. Was I picked out specifically, Clay? Mark, I know you're not on the list. I, can't. I hear you. You've said that three times. Well, How about answering my other question? I, that, I don't know the answer to that other question. Okay. So Mark, I'm, I'm a registered Republican candidate, and there are other U.S. Senate candidates that will likely be in that room, and I'm not allowed in the room. You're not allowed okay. in the room, Mark. Because Bob Duchek said so? The you're not allowed in the room, Mark. Okay. Why is he not allowed in the room? You're not. You're just giving the question. Why is he not allowed in the room? You guys, want to help me out here? He's a petition. He, he's got petitions. He's a registered Republican. A registered he's Republican. on the ballot. U.S. Senate candidate, just like everybody else. He's on the ballot. But I, I'm on the ballot, just like everybody else. But the Republican Party, because I don't see eye to eye with their chairman, doesn't want. And closing out meetings to the public this is against bylaws right the open meetings act they're violating the, the open meetings it's going to be visible on facebook live so that's going to satisfy the open public meeting i'm not worried about that okay i'm worried about being treated differently being discriminated against by my own party okay you're not coming in so i i, I apologize that you feel that way but you're not coming into the meeting right? you don't need to apologize for my feelings okay. all right thank you mm-hmm. thanks guys thank you <laughs> 
the hell happened? Okay, so, yeah, that's a great question, Steve Harvey. What the hell happened? What happened there is two problems that I have with that clip that I just played you, and that was a Facebook uh, uh, a live video that was uh, uploaded by Mark Paquita. He wants everybody to see what's going on down there. There's two problems that I have. Number one, when Mark was told by the bouncer, and again, I don't know who the guy is. He just looks like a doorman at a bar. When he was told, you're not on the list, and Mark said, are the other Republican candidates there in that room, Republican Senate candidates? And he said, I don't know. Well, how can you not know? You have the list. Nobody gets in there unless they're on the list. Can you take a look at the list, please? Tell me if the other candidates are in there who refuse to cooperate. So that's number one. Number two is the open meetings law. He said, well, this is going to be put out on Facebook Live, so that, that, that uh, handles the open, meeting, uh, open meetings law. No, it doesn't. That's very different than a public meeting where the public can be in attendance and the public can have a say. The public can indeed have public comment. That's different than putting it on Facebook Live. Again, hiding in darkness is a very Democrat thing to do. Why are the Republicans constantly acting like Democrats? Why is the ORP missing $3 million, or if not missing, it's perhaps been misappropriated? It's unaccounted for. Why are they not allowing an audit? Why are they 17 days late with their campaign filing report for the last half of 2021? Why are they meeting in essentially what is secret to renominate or rather reendorse for nomination uh, as Ohio governor a man who has governed like a Democrat? who hired a Democrat to make all of his decisions on the pandemic um, in the um, uh, year of 2020 and, and almost all of 2021. Why is the Republican Party allowed to get away with this stuff? And moreover, and more importantly, perhaps, as I said before, why is Bob, why is Bob Paduchik, why are the ORP leadership, why are they allowed to deny freedom of the press? censoring the press, whether it be the Ohio Star, the Ohio Press Network, Dwayne Pullman from uh, uh, WKRC, I believe it is, down in Cincinnati. Why are these reporters not allowed to cover the state central committee meeting? Why, 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 why? We know why. Because this is not an ORP meeting. This might as well be the DRP. It's the Democrat, or excuse me, the ODP, the Ohio Democrat Party, the way that they are uh, governing. All right. Uh, I'm told Mark Paquita is on the line now, so let's check in with Mark. He is a U.S. Senate candidate. I just played you the video uh, outside of the uh, of the meeting there down there in Lewis Center as they denied Mark Paquita access to that state central committee meeting. Mark, thanks for calling in. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? I'm good. Can you uh, tell me who was the um, who was the doorman there that you were uh, engaging with in that uh, Facebook video? Uh, that was Clay. I forget his last name. He's part of the Ohio Republican Party, okay. um, so, and he was uh, at the uh, the Brandenburg Gate. There wouldn't allow <laughs> me into the uh, Politburo meeting that's being held here in Lewis Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, you know, that's 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 well described. I, I think that's that's pretty analogous to what's going on here. So, I, yeah, yeah. I just had I just had Jack Windsor on, and we were talking about press members who have been denied, who have been told directly by Bob P- Paduchek through Dan Lushek, um, that you are not allowed to have credentials to this meeting because, and I quote, you're filling your blank here, the Ohio Star, the Ohio Press Network, is fake news, and you're not a real journalist. 
That's what he has said to the Ohio Star reporters. He said it to Jack Windsor, saying it uh, to uh, a TV reporter down in Columbus. And what do these people all have in common, Mark Paquita? Well, these people are all reporters whose publications have printed negative things about Bob Paduchik and about the ORP and about $3 million of questionable money and about missing filing deadlines and about their endorsement process. So why in the world is the ORP suddenly the ODP? I mean, you tell me, Bob. I, I, I think what it is actually is uh, they have always been this way. They've gotten away with it, and we've exposed it. Not only me. I mean, my campaign has been a big part of it, but uh, we've had other people who are conservative activists that are just fed up with this. I mean, think about those press uh, entities not being allowed into the room. We complain about the mainstream media. We complain about conservatives not getting, you know, a fair shake in the press. We have these organizations that have sprung up that are trying to do that. And Bob Paduchik, the head of the party that has been doing the complaining about this, shuts them out and shut me out. Specifically, I was told, as you heard on that video, the chairman does not have you on the list. I mean, this is, this is, uh, we talk about the country slipping into socialism and communism. Bob mm-hmm. Paduchik is helping drive it that way. Well, yeah, I completely concur. Now, the press is one thing. You, as a, as a candidate on the ballot, is another. Did you ever confirm, uh, or were you unable to, the presence of other Senate candidates in that room? I, I, I am not able to confirm that. Um, I, I but, find it very interesting I know when you asked him they were why allowed. you could yeah, I was going to say, when you asked him why you couldn't go in, and he said, you're not on the list, and you said, are the other ones in there? He goes, I don't know. Well, why don't you look at the list? If the only people who are in there are the ones that are on the list, look at the clipboard in your hands uh, and tell me if they're on the list, because uh, the odd, odd, odds are obviously very strong that they are in there, and they're okay with that because those individuals are not causing problems for Bob Paduchik the way you are. Right. And it's so, not like we're just trying to cause problems, Bob. We're trying to get some transparency and honesty and get some have a character revolution, if you will, in the Ohio Republican Party. Well, Mark, with all due respect, that causes problems, doesn't it? <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's what, no, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to be smart, Alec, about it. I mean, literally, what you're trying to do is right. You're, you're trying to make sure there is transparency in what the ORP is doing. You're, you're, you're trying to make sure that, you know, the funds are accounted for. You're offered to pay for an independent audit of the books to make sure everything is on the up and up so that the OP, so that I, so that the vast majority of my listening audience, which are registered Republicans and conservatives, so that we can have some faith that our representation in Columbus is doing things the right way. That's what we ask for. That's what we demand, quite frankly. You're trying to make that happen, and that causes problems for them, because obviously they're not doing things the right way. Yeah, they certainly um, they certainly are not. It, it, it's, a, it, it's stunning to me how rigged and manipulated everything is in the Ohio Republican Party. And if grassroots Republicans who still believe that party is working in their best interest and there's some kind of brain trust selecting candidates and grooming them and grilling them and helping them to get better, nothing would be further from the truth. It's all about insiders. It's all about quid pro quos. It's all about back scratching and money. And it disgusts me and it's got to stop. I know a few members. We're talking to Mark Pukita. Mark is uh, down there being active. Um, he is a Senate candidate. 
Mark, would you describe yourself as a long-shot candidate simply because of funds available and polling right now? I don't want to say that in a dismissive or in an insulting way, but you're a long-shot candidate as far as from where I can see it. And right. you're out there, and right. you're out there putting your yourself on the line to do what's right for the people. And 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 I don't right. know if it's going to have an impact on the campaign or not. But you know, you're you're out there as a candidate, and I'm just kind of wondering why there aren't more elected officials or candidates for elected office who aren't out there doing what you're doing, and that is saying we've got to be transparent here. We've got to make sure the ORP is on the up and up because that's what our voters deserve. Yeah, nobody else will talk about it in the Senate race, and that's because I believe they're not truly fighters. They don't want to take on the ORP because they're afraid of what will happen, just like I was shut out of the meeting. Right. You know, like Martin Luther King said, you've got to stand up against just laws, or in this case, unjust laws, and in this case, unjust behaviors by the Ohio Republican Party. But you have to be willing to take the consequences, which is exactly what he said. You've got to be willing to go to jail like he did. And they. the other thing I think about quite a bit, Bob, is, you know, they're on the outside, right? And But they, I think they so want to be on the inside. So while they'll 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 be complaining about endorsements when the endorsements go don't go in their favor. They're for endorsements when the endorsements do go in their favor. And that's the kind of hypocrisy we've got to flush out of the party. I completely agree. And by the way, um, I am not issuing an endorsement in this race, uh, but I will tell you that you have my deep respect for being out there and doing this. I don't Thank know so if anybody else. No, I mean that, and I don't know if anybody else who's who are one of the more name candidates with the deepest pockets and the big ad campaigns and so on and so forth. I don't know if they would be doing this if they were denied entry into the ORP meeting. Maybe they would. I don't know. But all I know is you are standing up for the right way, not just for your own self interest, but for, like I said, the the rights of the people. Now, what I started to ask you before I chase that uh, that rabbit down the hole is, um, I know some state central committee members. Not a ton. Uh, I don't know who you know um, or how many, but from the ones that I have talked to, there is a growing movement within the state central committee uh, to try to overtake with the majority vote the right. likes of which you know that Bob Paducek represents there. That they are not happy. They are just as angry with what's going on as you. They don't want this to happen. They don't want to be issuing endorsements in this primary. Uh, and they want they want the press to have access. They want the candidates to have access. They don't like what Paducic, they, they want that money resolved. They don't like the way Paducic is leading it or the way Timken led it. But I don't know if there's enough of them. Do you know, Mark, any more than I do about you know the inner workings of that uh, uh, committee? So here's what I would tell you. There are three factions, right? There is the faction of what Bob Paducic calls malcontents, and those are the people that are speaking out and taking the heat and are on the complaint that's been filed and things like that. Mm-hmm. Then there are the DeWine, what I'd call the DeWine cult members who are, you know, they're just, they have no problem doing anything. The the means justify, uh, the end justifies the means. And then there are people in the middle, and it's just like our country. It's kind of like a, a microcosm of our country. There are people in the middle that I believe are afraid to speak up because they'll be maligned by other people. So in the committee. So I think we saw a vote last time and they had to it was so close on a vocal vote, a voice vote that they had to have people stand up. And I want to say we were within, you know, nine to ten votes of that uh, vote having gone 
the other way uh, if a few people had, you know, gotten the courage to stand up and do it. So I do mm-hmm. think that there is um, a faction there that can be persuaded, but more importantly, they're going to be pushed because we've got, I don't know, 25 to 30 candidates for state central committee who are citizen candidates that were that our campaign and a number of other groups are working with to get them name recognition, to help them campaign, and to get them out there. So not only are we putting pressure on the people who are currently in those seats, but we replace those people with people who do want the transparency, the financial integrity, and the lack of the rigging and the manipulating with primary endorsements. It's um, it's a shame that we sit here with those individuals who are you know afraid uh, because they've been they've been bullied they've been bullied they've been intimidated by the uh, the, the 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 powerful uh, you know segment of that trifecta uh, that you're talking about here and that's a, that's a shame yep. because again that's this is why I go on the radio every day and I have been doing so for a couple of decades now. When I talk politics and I talk about Democrats being demon rats, this is very demon ratty, uh, and it's a shame to see it happening in our state, and it's going to result in the wrong people being elected, and all they care about is trumpeting, we won, we won, who did you win with? What good is it doing? The people doesn't matter. we got a Republican elected. we got a Republican supermajority in the House and in the Senate. We're doing a great job as the ORP. But you're electing people who are not doing the will of the Ohio people who put them there, the Ohio Republican voters. And that's the shame right. of it all. They control all of it. And the bullies that they are, uh, they are unwilling to allow you know the, the will of the people to be done. And that's... Uh, right. Uh, could we call them swamp rhino rats? I'm down with it. Sure. Find a name. Swamp rhino rats. Democrat, demon rats is easy because you just change one letter. You change one right. letter if from, from right. Democrat to get demon rat. So it's a little harder to find the right name for the Republicans who act like this. But I'll take whatever Republic you got, rat. Mark. And, Mark, I, I appreciate you. And, you know, I hate saying this, by the way. I'm a Republican. I'm a registered Republican. I know. The only reason I, I stay a registered Republican. Yeah. The only reason I stay one is so I can vote in these primaries and get the right people. Uh, even, you know, fighting back against people like Bob Paducek and the things that they're doing. Um, but the reality is, and I asked this question of uh, Jack Windsor before and the other day, and I said, where, where, do, where do conservative Ohioans go? We can't go to the Democrat Party. And we can't go to the Republican Party because there's no conservative leadership there. There's no there's no true moral, uh, you know, integrity driven leadership in the Ohio Republican Party. So where does it? We're homeless. Conservative Ohioans are homeless because neither party uh, will 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 be there and stand up for them. And that's the most frustrating thing of all. Yeah, it and a third party isn't the answer. You and I both know no. a third party no, it's not. is not the answer. So so we've got to rebuild this plane while we're flying it. There's no other alternative. That's, it's that's... like the United States being the last bastion of freedom for people. There's nowhere to go if we're taken over by socialists or communists. There is no other place to go in the country and I, or, or in the world. And I think for us, there's no other party to go to. We have to fix the Republican Party. Well, I'll tell you what, Mark Paquito, one thing I love about you, you know how to turn a phrase. That's great imagery right there, fixing the plane while we're flying it. That's exactly what we have to do because the alternative is, of course, we're going to crash and burn. Mark, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Keep me posted. Let me know how the rest of it goes today. If you find anything else out or if you have any other confrontations, uh, let us know know. what you're doing. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Mark Paquito, Senate candidate down there in Columbus doing it, fighting. You know, he's making a fight. Some may be critical. 
and say, yeah, it's just a campaign stunt. Because as I said, he's a long shot. He doesn't have the money of the other ones. He doesn't have the name recognition. A lot of the other ones in this race, he's trying to pull a stunt. I, I don't think it is. I don't. I do not see it as a campaign stunt. I hear sincerity and I hear passion in his voice. He's down there because the ORP is, is it's destroying the state, dare I say. It's destroying the state. Does that mean I'll support the Democrat Party? Absolutely not. But I want this party fixed. I'll be right back. All right, coming up on the bottom of the hour news, I uh, want to let you know we are guest-free the rest of the way. Christina Hagen, our normal Friday uh, 1035 guest, is uh, occupied today. She is attending the funeral of the of uh, Bill Batchelder, the late Bill Batchelder. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, Ohio Republicans and voters know Bill Batchelder, know him to be a very, very good man. And I know Christina is very close with him and that family and a lot of friends. So she's there. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with her and anybody else who knew Mr. Batchelder, clearly. Uh, but her absence leaves us with a void that you can fill. We're going to make this free for all the next half hour. I do have some things that I can do, but I want to hear from you first. 216-901-0945, What have you been champing at the bit to talk about? The Canadian truckers, the American convoy that's coming, crack pipes, uh, free crack pipes by the Biden administration. Uh, so many different issues to talk about this morning. You can pick. 216-901-0945. We'll put you up and on the radio next. Always right. Day in 14 for the answer. media is always left tune your radio to the right and find a voice of reason amid the liberal chaos always right with bob france on am 1420 the answer all right uh 10 24 minutes of outstanding awesome left for you in this broadcast thanks to jack windsor and to mark pukita if you did not hear those interviews about what's going on with the garbage down in the orc meeting in uh, lewis center uh, listen to them at the WHK podcast page, whkradio.com. Go to the podcast page and check those interviews out for yourself. In fact, anything that you have missed, make sure you check it out on the podcast page. Uh, we are guest-free the rest of the way. We're going open lines, otherwise known as free-for-all Friday. So let's free-for-all. Let's go to Thomas first. You're on AM 1420, The Answer. Thomas, go right ahead. Hello, Bob. You hear me? I got you, Thomas. Go ahead, sir. Okay, thank you. Hey, um, I just want to let you know that you were talking about today. My personal opinion is this goes back to our old governor, Kasich. I think he still runs a lot of the uh, party, the old guard, if you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, and they just want to keep this thing going for them. It, if you notice this, there's a lot of young people. Y'all, I've been around for 72 years, so I'm a little old. I've I seen when they were begging people to run for office, and now they got people running. But they um, they just want to keep their... Their, um, what do you call it? Their, their, uh, their control. You know, I don't disagree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were done there, Thomas. Go ahead. No, the only thing they're going to, the only thing they're, they're good, you know, what we can do is, if you know, is we just. I, it's like people tell me they get mad at my church, the church and the, the Catholic Church for everything. I say you can't change anything if you're not inside trying to change it. That's the same thing we have to do here. We have to, we have to change this from within. We have not to give up. Well, I I completely concur. I think with everything you said, um, and thank you for the call, um, it does go back to Kasich somewhat. 
probably doesn't even originate there, but what's Mike DeWine if he's not John Kasich 2.0, right? I mean, uh, can you tell the difference between the, the way, quote-unquote, Republican John Kasich, who governed like a Democrat, and quote-unquote Republican Mike DeWine, who governs like a Democrat? Can you tell the difference between them, really? There's not much. There really is not much. Now, the one thing that I can say about both of them is they weren't Democrats, which is why I voted for both of them. Not proud of that, but what, uh, what else could I do? We're vote for a Richard Cordray? Are you kidding? Um, no, we're not gonna, we're not just gonna, you know, waste our votes. But, yeah, um, the same ORP that gave us two terms of, of John Kasich are trying to give us two terms of Mike DeWine, which is essentially Democrat light governor, uh, uh, governorship. And it's very, very frustrating and it's very, very aggravating, as I said, because unless you are just a Republican who, who, you know, is, is, is the typical rhino, uh, that is not committed to conservative causes. It not is not committed to you know again bodily autonomy, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom for our kids, freedom from lockdowns. All of these things that that you know the the likes of John Kasich and Mike Dewine support. You've got no home, man. We're homeless. That's the thing. I feel like we're living in a in a in an ideological tent city in Ohio. If you're a conservative in Ohio, you f- probably feel like you know if you're if you live in another state. They say, I want to go to a red state. I don't like living under my blue leadership here. I don't know if I like all the higher taxes. I don't like all of the regulations. And I don't like all of the uh, you know, heavy-handed government I get in my blue state. I want to go to a red state. Hey, look at Ohio. Ohio's got a massive Republican footprint. Look at them. A, a veto-proof 61 to 38 majority of the Republicans in their house. A 25 to 8 supermajority veto-proof majority in the Senate, and a Republican governor, and the state, uh, Trump carried the state by eight points in each of his two election campaigns? Holy cow, I want to go to Ohio, man. That's, that's red state heaven. From the outside, you would look at that and say it's red state heaven. It's conservative. But it's not. There's nothing conservative and thus constitutional, and thus committed to liberty, the way we understand liberty, in the state of Ohio Republican Party. Nothing. Not a little bit. None of it. Now, does that mean there are no conservatives? That's not what I'm saying. Are there real conservatives in the General Assembly? Sure. Are there real conservatives on that state uh, uh, central committee? Absolutely. Are there enough of them, though, to govern as true conservatives? And the answer is no, there aren't. Somebody who leaves a blue state to come to Ohio thinking they're coming to red state heaven, find out very, very quickly they may not be in hell, but they ain't heaven either. They're in purgatory. They're in political purgatory. A place that looks like it should be fantastic, but we can't quite reach it. But at least we're not burning in, in, in the likes of New York or in the likes of California or in the likes of uh, you know Illinois. Uh, and Oregon and others. So that's what Ohio is for conservatives. It's political purgatory. We've, we're living in a tent. We're not. We're homeless, but we have a little bit of shelter. Essentially, we're living in tent city, ideological tent city. Democrats aren't our home, and this this Republican Party is not our home. Charlie's in Westlake. Charlie, go ahead. You're on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Hey, Bob, thanks for taking the call. It was dead time last time. I was shaving my head. I'm sorry. That won't happen again. But, uh, yeah, talking about Ohio politics, the big tent, and we were talking about tents, they try always to do the big tent, and it 
not a conservative idea. We've always had rhinos. Caves take. You go all the way back. All of our Republicans, except maybe Jim Rose, were rhinos. And that's probably just because they tried this big tent thing. But I think Trump has exposed people to what really conservatism is. And I think people are deciding I'm conservative. I'm not necessarily Republican. I'm a conservative. And that's what the Republican Party has to be. But well, what I wanted to call... Yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish. Go ahead and finish your thought, Charlie. What I was... You know, I'm a history guy. I'm thinking blunders. Ukraine being taken over by Russia 20 years after they gave up 5,000 nuclear weapons to them. They gave them to Russia. I go, that's got to be the biggest blunder in, in, in world history. One of the biggest blunders. All, you know, they, And my biggest fear is they didn't give them all up. They got five or six sitting in a suitcase somewhere, and if push comes to shove. So I just, I'm just looking at world history, and I'm thinking, you know, this is a big head scratcher. Why would a, a country give up all their defense? That's yeah, no, it's, it's a great question. Thank you, Charlie, for the phone call. You're covering a couple of different things. I want to respond to the first one, really, uh, because, you know, what's, what's, you're right. It didn't start, you know, with, with, uh, with Kasich and, and there's always been rhinos and there always will be. It's not that there aren't rhinos. It's kind of like, you know, uh, having a Republican majority in the Senate, if we get it, we're still going to have rhino senators. We're still going to have the Murkowskis and the Romneys and so on. But the number of conservatives would be enough to outnumber them. And depending on how strong your majority is, the conservatives would render the rhinos essentially impotent. If they vote with us, great. But if they don't, it's fine because there's enough of us to do things without them. In the state of Ohio, it's different. The number of rhinos is far, far, far exceeding the number of true conservatives. And so the conservatives who want to do things but right by the people that put them there are very, very frustrated, and they're thwarted in their efforts by the DeWine faction of rhinos in the ORP. And at this state, on the state central committee, like I said, I know there are good conservatives fighting. As I talked to Mark Pukit about, there's three factions, and there's a faction that is really not afraid, and they're going to fight against Bob Paduchik and the rest of them. Uh, but then there's also a third faction of, uh, they, they, they know it's right to fight. They know it's wrong, what, what Paduchik and the rest of them are doing, but they're just too afraid for their own political cover and their own future um, uh, to speak out on it. So that's, that's the problem as I see it. Thank you, Charlie. To uh, Scott. Scott, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Bob. How are you doing today? I'm good, Scott. What's on your mind? I'm the new uh, Riverside School Board member, and I was talking with Dan Ramada, and I was on Wednesday night at 7.30 uh, with the whole the whole production. And the so, CFFS webinar. I'm working First, hey, before you continue, yeah, congratulations. Webinar. Congratulations on Thank winning that the, school board race. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Thank you. And the webinar was great. You did a great job. Keep it going. There's a mountain of work to be done in the schools and uh, when I came on to the school board, I had found out that without any notice to the parents or the community, the school system had brought in a low-level CRT program called Responsive Classroom. And we're trying to work hard right now to get it out and go into the Republican Party. Uh, I just got into the party, and I'm a real strong conservative, and I'm in Lake County. And I'm going into the party, along with my wife, bringing a lot of energy to remove and smash the rhinos. And, and what I'm telling the party leaders is this. We have to take total control and not give them an inch. This idea of, oh, you got to be nice, you have to compromise, and you have to give them some room, garbage. We're coming in to take over and not give them an inch, Bob. 
I love it. I love it. I love your attitude, and that's what we needed people to do to run for the school board to add attitudes like yours. Because what you said, for those who didn't see our, our uh, Citizens for Free Speech webinar on uh, Wednesday, and we had Jonathan Broadbent from Protect Ohio Children Coalition and Linda Harvey from Mission America talking about how they slip what you just said. They do it on the low, down low. They slide in critical race theory teaching uh, in under other names. And um, and they come in there, and, and they kind of expect nobody to make any way and we need board members to recognize what's going on and we need parents of course to recognize what's going on so they can take this to board members like you who are going to try to smash this nonsense and let education be education again rather than indoctrination so god bless you i'm so glad you were there and i'm so glad you won that race and i hope you keep us up to date on how that goes i'll be back in touch with you bob thank you scott i appreciate it all right um by the way um our CFFS uh, webinar on Wednesday night was a little, we had a little bit of a tech problem with Zoom, for those who don't know. Um, it, it, there were a lot of people trying to get in. We had, we had a few hundred registrations for people to attend that webinar, which is awesome. Uh, we ended up not being able to get many of them there. We had uh, about a third of them, I think, that were able to get in because Zoom was blocking access. The registration links were dead links. Even we as presenters had a hard time getting in at the start of that uh, webinar. So a lot of people missed what they wanted to see. And what I'm reason I'm telling you now is we will have that uploaded to the CFFS page maybe as early as today to the Citizens for Free Speech Ohio page. And that's citizensforfreespeech.org slash Ohio. citizensforfreespeech.org slash Ohio. So you can watch that webinar in its entirety. It's about 75, 80, 90 minutes. Um, and watch and learn from Jonathan and Linda about the extraordinary uh, things going on in your kids' classrooms. Having said that, let me use that to promote this. Also today, in about an hour and a half, an hour and 12 minutes, at noon, uh, the next episode of our podcast will drop. Patrick Wood, the founder and executive director of Citizens for Free Speech, and I, the Ohio director, uh, have started a podcast. It's going to be weekly, and a new episode drops every Friday at noon. This will be episode three. So wherever you watch your podcast or listen to your podcast, we're just doing audio now. We'll add video later. But wherever you listen to your podcast, just about all of the podcast uh, platforms are carrying Stand and Deliver. So look for Stand and Deliver. That is our CFFS podcast. The newest episode drops today at noon if you want to check that out. And I really hope you do. And bookmark it and favorite it so that you can catch it all the time. Okay, Gary is calling us uh, from Berea. Hi, Gary. Go ahead. Hey, Bob. Two things, one comment and one question. Sure. I wanted to tell you about this uh, billion dollars that's coming to the Great Lakes. It's a fraud. Uh, I've been a boater uh, since 1975. I've seen the condition of the lake change over and over again to getting better and better and better and better. And one of the benefits of the zebra mussel is that it constantly filters water in the Great Lakes. There's no better filtering system. They couldn't make a man-made filtering system would never work as well as the zebra mussel. And now what's happening is you have dwindling amounts of zebra mussels because there's not as much garbage and dirt and filth in the lake, so they have nothing to, to filter. And uh, so just want to tell you that it's a bunch of baloney. Uh, number two, have you talked to Shannon by any chance about his position? I have. With, uh, what do you say? 
Uh, I, I won't do that because it was off the record. Uh, I won't say what he said, but I can tell you that it's my impression that Shannon is among those working very, very hard to uh, undo the current state of things within the ORP. That's my impression. I will not quote him in any way, but that's my impression that there is. No, and I, thank I you. figured as much. He, no, he's yeah, a good guy. Yeah, he's a good yeah. Guy. and thank you for asking, Gary. I appreciate that. And, and I do, you know, like I said, I, I won't betray confidence, but my impression was is that there, again, as part of that three factions Pukita talked about, in my opinion, I think Shannon's in the right one. And I think he's working hard, and uh, the numbers have got to change. Uh, you know, they're, they're, it's just that simple. In order for uh the the conservative group of members of the state central committee to have the majority the third faction of weak kind kind of spineless cowardly wannabe conservatives but i'm too afraid to cross the mighty uh, bob paducek and other leadership they're going to have to they're going to have to find their you know what's they're going to have to strap on strap on their you-know-whats and do what's got to be done here. Put on your big boy or girl pants and do what's got to be done here to make sure that the leadership reflects the conservative values that the Ohio Republicans um, represent, rather than the rhino values that are causing so many problems for all of us. So I'll, I'll leave it there for that. And, uh, and you know, we'll have some of these, uh, you know, Shannon's one, and we'll have other state central committee members on as well. I know some of them who are flat-out rhino, who support Mike DeWine, who cheerlead him. Uh, I'm disgusted by it, quite frankly, and I consider them friends. I consider them friends. And when I talked about all the bad things DeWine has done in the last three years, they say, oh, that's ancient history, that's the past. He's going to be great going forward. Are you kidding me? I get I get disgusted when I hear from these people, but... I do. I know them. Like I said, I know some of the better ones, and I know some that are just kind of in that middle group that uh, uh, that uh, Mark Pukita talked about. All right, final timeout. We'll come back. AM fourteen twenty. The answer. You can declare political bankruptcy. I declare bankruptcy! Keep your radio tuned to Always Right with Bob Fratz. You declare bankruptcy, all your problems go away. I'm 1420, the answer. All right, let me get a couple more quickies in here. Uh, BJ's in North Olmstead. Hi, BJ, go ahead. Hi, Bob. I'd like to share a quick story with you. I was admitted to St. John's West Shore in Westlake, on January 7th at 91 with COVID and then contacted pneumonia. And I have to say the gratitude I have for the personnel that took care of me in St. John's West Shore is, is my heart is out to them. They were marvelous and wonderful and cared for me as if I were a youngster and kept this 91-year-old man alive. And, and they gave me not only the hope to continue living, but the care they gave me made me aware that the American people are, have more heart than we realize, and they're not going to de- tolerate the desecration of this nation and these people. I know I'm combining comparing politics and, and health together, but I am internally grateful to St. John Westshore and the wonderful people that work in these hospitals. And having been a medic, I appreciate it so much, and thank you for 
letting me share that with you. God bless you and your health, BJ. Thank you for sharing that. That's insp- inspirational, something I think we could all use. Thank you so much. You know, being that age, 91, he's obviously well into the most uh, uh, vulnerable range of COVID patients. Uh, for him to then develop pneumonia, COVID pneumonia on top of just COVID, uh, and to come out smiling on the other end, thanks to those wonderful people. Good for you, and thank you, BJ, for sharing with us. Vince and Westlake. Vince, go ahead, sir. Hi, good morning, Bob. Good morning. Uh, just a couple of calls ago, you had a gentleman, and I came in at the tail end of it, so I didn't catch his name, but he was uh, just got elected to, I think, a school board or a school board presidency, and they were talking about the CRT that they were trying to, you know, undercover move into the school, and then how he was fighting it. And I, I just I wanted to commend that gentleman and for his attitude of stop playing patty cake with these people, stop being what you know we see a lot of the Republican Party are in this in this state and in this country and trying to play nice, nice, and let's go along to get along that because it's not working. Every time we do that, you know, what's, what is the saying, proverbial turn the other cheek? Well, we get that cheek caved in as well. You're right. And it, it, it's time for people to listen to, to what we're being told. And the average Americans, you see it from everything. We talked about this last week about the Canadian uh, trucker movement, right on down to our moms and dads and school board meetings leading here and that. They're going to keep rolling over us until we say enough. And it's, it's like, you know, how do they get away with all these mandates? And how do we get away with all these closings? Because we let them. It's That's as right. simple as that. We have so we much more power than they do. The curve. We have so much right. more and power than they do, but they do a great job. Thank you for the call of intimidating us and making us feel as though they are in power and we are their subjects. No, 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 no. They work for us, and it's time that we remind them of that. Thank you for the call, Vince. Thanks to everybody for being on the show today. Thanks to our crew, and thanks to you. Let's go, Brandon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.